Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. What's up, everybody? You've got the soon-to-be Pulitzer Prize award-winning author and agent to the stars, the pop superstar crossover mainstream media sensation, GQ Money, and I listen to the Wrestling Mayhem. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down for you. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spinning around his waist I can ship at a rhymes on what comes out of his face Tuesday night and it's EC Dub Michael Q. Knoxville join the club If you think of the shit, scream out Boop boop, this ain't EC Dub And we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel City Kimikaze, Homicide, The Rock, Wilders, and Kansas Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce has spoken so that means a few Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 243. We're here. It's the election night edition. It's indecision. Wait, that's somebody else. It's Mayhem Decision 2010. We got the polls right here. Live broadcast. And there's a secret word. Do we even say it? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, of course, with me, we got a little bit of mayhem later tonight. Uh, we got the Wrestle Fan. Woo! It is Tuesday, and that is time. It means it is time for wrestling. It is time for mayhem, and it is time for the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Are you writing these things now? I, I'm trying to improve on my intros. <laughs> <laughs> and then another man who's no stranger to the polls. Ah! <laughs> man, Mike, how you doing? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Yes, if you haven't seen wow. his Facebook, he was the Joker, and he still is. Um, <laughs> so, so how's your election day going? I know, I know, for the Wrestle fan, uh, he they, it, they he, did you have no school today? Uh, no, no, we still had school. Oh, so they, they just, just blocked. They just blocked off a certain area of okay, um, okay. our school. Yeah, it was a sad day. <laughs> it was a sad day. <laughs> <laughs> there was like two people. <laughs> two people. Oh man, that's that's the. So so your your part of Texas isn't great. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, th- there's very little change in Texas. <laughs> most often. there's no change. There's no change. They still think they're their own country. Uh, so <laughs> it's probably true. Which, yeah, yeah. Um, Take down that flag. And like I said, we do have the polls ah! right, right in front of us. Where as uh, as they turn it, turn in the 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 results. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on it right now. With only a mere one percent in uh, Blumenthal's uh, being McMahon, and it just turned over, so I'm not sure. Uh, Eighty percent to nineteen percent of again. That's only one percent of the polls. It started off; he was beating them ninety-one to nine. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens throughout the night. So we'll she's gaining out. in the polls, folks. She's gaining. Ah! Ah! Oh man, they're going nuts in the chat room on this one. Um, <laughs> oh, this will be fun. <laughs> All right, uh, we lost our intern. Where, where did our intern go? All right, again, if you've you stumbled onto us so far, I'm sorry. 
And you can find out more about us over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can find everything out about the show and what's going on there. And, of course, Twitter us at MayhemShow. If you want to give us an email and tell us about how our political our political uh, musings are so misguided, you can drop them off to GoodTimes at good WrestlingMayhemShow.com or drop us a line vocally at 412-206-WMS0. And if you have that handy-dandy iPhone app, looks kind of like that, guys. Um, you can, uh, get all of those right at your fingertips and all the extra content that we're delivering to you. Thanks to our friends at Wizard Media. Uh, so go check that out. It's $1.99 in your app store. It works on your iPad. There's going to be new versions for the iPhone, or I'm sorry, for the iPad and, uh, Android in the near future, I'm told. So keep an eye out and, for that. And all you Verizon people, iPads coming to Verizon, you can look on the mayhem through Wi-Fi that actually works. <laughs> uh, we actually discussed that tonight on the on the awesome cast. Uh, so uh, you never know. You never know. I might be seeing a little bit of Verizon in my future. Aside from the wonderful FiOS we're on right now, delivering this show to you. Man, they should sponsor me. Um, anyways, <laughs> we need sponsors. We need sponsors. sponsors. Let's get right into Spon- the fan mail right off the bat. A very special one. DJ Lunchbox misses out tonight. Uh, Mister Russell fan. Yeah, sadly we didn't we didn't get a whole lot of fan mail tonight, but it doesn't matter because we got the best mail. We got <laughs> the other mail <laughs> from oh, Juggalo Jamie. Fantastic. And I am reading on behalf of DJ Lunchbox. Yes. <clears throat> now, now, um, just just in case you are new to the Mayhem Show, for those of you who don't know, um, if you have young children present, <laughs> you might want to bring them. <laughs> Ever so close to you. Huddle yes. them under your arms. What? Because you're about to be told a story. <laughs> oh, Juggalo Jamie will teach you so much. Hi, Luckbox. College sucks dirty pirate ass. What the hell? <laughs> I watched TNA. I don't remember when. And Jeff Hardy still fucking rocks. Goddamn, I love boobs. I'm against CM Punk whole... No, sorry. I'm against CM Puck hole straight edge thing, and he doesn't know how fun drugs are. Just ask me, damn it. <laughs> Fucking big tits. Whoa. Uh, There's the Juggalo Jamie mail for this week. Oh, man. Juggalo Jamie. Juggalo Jamie, you should run for Congress. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'd love to see those campaign ads. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be Juggalo worse than kicking Jamie children in the face. The Moans. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Uh, let's get into. Uh, we we actually do have a voicemail from the big freaky. I think the rest of his emails uh, fall in the category of uh, wrestle fans any minute, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and a little bit of this one too. He has a little bit of an explanation for himself after his after after his intimidation tactics that we had to deal with last week. Uh, so here's what's going on with Which, him. Oh, by the way, by oh, the yeah. way uh, since I wasn't here last week, Freaky, you scared the shit out of me, man. <laughs> and I was walking through Central Park. I frightened small children because of the look on my face. They thought my grandmother just died or something. So, um, <laughs> whatever you, whenever you need, Freaky, really, done. Uh, whatever <laughs> it is, just, you know. Mike, 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 that is the... Care. Mike, do you understand why I'm using his emails in the Indie Minute this week? I am worried. <laughs> I'm worried he will find where I live. That's right. That's right. Um, it's a uh, yeah, yeah. What is with our fans threatening us lately? He's not the first one. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, and he will not be the last. To be fair, he will not be, be fair, last, no. I have threatened some of the fans. Yeah, I guess it's only it's only it, it's it's due. So you know, it's due. So. <laughs> of course, the, the show where the fans threaten us, I'm not here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Hey, back time. Hey, you know, you know. All right, here's what Big Freaky's got to say this week. Aloha, mayhem nation. This is Big Freaky earning my name. I'm calling you and a break from the uh, Northeast Ohio Witches Ball. Fantastic. And that frightens one person in the audience. <laughs> anyway, huh. there has been some misconceptions and misunderstandings, and I need to explain it. I didn't call Lunchbox a whiny bitch because he bashes the Indies. I'm calling him a whiny bitch because of his consistent whining about TNA, <laughs> and ultimately, actually, I think there are some uh, uneven, and you're going to have to uh, forgive me if I do the uh, stalling and that air that Sorg hates, but it's the witch's ball, and there are just things that are going to take my breath away for a moment or two. Like that right there. You're on the oh, phone. You're on the phone. Video for this. It's a radio show. Anyway, well, it's, um, you know, I'm really <laughs> riding hard on the indies. One, because the NWA is the solution. No, oh, geez. To no. everything you're bitching about. <laughs> oh wait, well, we gotta play that. Half of it, maybe. <laughs> but two, because Lunchbox, you know, he says I hate TNA, and he's always on them. And him and Mike overanalyze every little aspect of TNA. Um, I don't, I don't overanalyze. Watching it. <laughs> Holy shit! We're paying attention to it. Give that attention to somebody who I don't know would actually appreciate it. Okay. Because okay. hey, I'll tell you what. I was talking at the last TNA show in Camp. I was talking to one of the wrestlers. I, I talked to Jeff Jarrett about it, and I didn't specifically mention you guys. But just the internet podcast that go on have. to talk about wrestling. He said, you know, in the ones that really hammer you. Again, I wasn't specifically talking about you, but what the guy told me was, hey, you notice that they're talking about us, and honestly, we don't care if they do or not. We're not asking them to. We're not begging mm -hmm. them to talk about us. We're not begging them to watch it. If they think we're they so horrible, actually, why they are they begging us to watch it. Else? We they must do be doing beg to watch right every for the fact week. that they're not. But, uh, but yes. And no, I'm not drunk. I wasn't drunk last week. Did we say I shit? just have the power of the real world heavyweight Whoa. champion coursing through my veins. Whoa, what does that mean? God damn, uh, I can't be that good. Legal. Anyway, sorry, distracted <laughs> by the witch's ball. <clears throat> Back to business. My friends, you're missing the point. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> there, there, <laughs> I don't know if in all, in, all, in all fairness, in all fairness, we watch TNA because we have journalistic integrity. <laughs> um, Just like when I watch all, NXT. Yes. Also, yes. also in fairness, um, I watch TNA because I have trouble sleeping. I'm usually out by the main event, so... Kind of oh, boy. Uh, he brings up I'm some not good joking. points. I'm not joking. The past couple weeks, I have fallen asleep right before the main event of Impact every week. And it's not for, you know, lack of doing anything, just sitting up. It makes me very tired. 
All right, all right. That's that's that's, that's admirable, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, I actually brought up the uh, oh the Cleveland um, Sork, Witches Sork. Ball. Yes, we have a poll update. We do have a poll update. Ah, ah! <laughs> it's already over. Yeah, I see they're they're yeah. they're projected. Well, they what? Yeah, yeah. This 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 no. This always bothered me, just on principle. Now I'm seeing uh, only two percent is in, and they're already uh-huh. projecting that Blumenthal has one. Yep. Bullshit. I, I, I never liked that. I never liked that. Um, so. In our first round knockout, Blumenthal has defeated McMahon. <laughs> it's still 50. Blumenthal has it's, defeated McMahon. <laughs> it, it's and still, now, uh, uh, not, not that bad. 50, 55 to 44%. So it's not blow up by any means. Yeah. Oh, no. I bet Vince is, I bet Vince is watching this at the SmackDown tapings. And as soon as he sees the result is in, they're immediately going to have Kelly Kelly start stripping again on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was wondering about that after they, that skit. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, see if there's any maybe surprise changes in the other, you know, I don't know, 98% of the polls that need to be turned in. So, nah, uh, probably. Yeah, I know. I know usually. Sorry, but... sorry, this is Connecticut, not Florida. They know how to count there. Oh, it it's be- 2000 all over again. That'd be interesting. <laughs> um, anyway, well, okay, with that, uh, I don't think there's anything else that snuck in under the radar. Uh, if you want to go ahead, Mr. WrestleFan. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll go on uh, with our Indie Minute for this week. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention was uh, this past weekend was the uh, Dragon Gate USA pay-per-view. Um, uh, uh, Bushido quoted the war. It was actually a really great event. Um, I, I saw most of it um, on the show. Um, it was a great, um, great showing. Uh, the whole, uh, show revolved around, um, the two, uh, three big stables in, um, Dragon Gate USA, uh, World One, uh, Warriors and, uh, Kamikaze USA, uh, drafting, um, U.S. members to their team. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big, uh, the, that was the big thing of the night. Um, however, it was, rev- um, after the whole event, um, a new team was formed, um, I believe Americans USA, Led by friend of the show Johnny Gargano, um, other members I believe other members included Chuck Taylor, um, Rick Swan. Um, so look, uh, originally Gargano was begging to be a part of uh, Shima's, um, and not Shima Zion, but Shima from Dragon Gate's um, Warriors team, Warriors International. However, he decided that he was going to form his own team. Uh, so we're looking to see how that will turn out in the future. There was also a very bloody uh, war between uh, Jimmy Jacobs and John Moxley in a uh, I quit match. Uh, no, uh, was it? It was a last man standing match. Sorry, uh, very bloody. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs got caught up in really bad. So uh, yeah, that was that was definitely a great match. Jacobs coming out on top and claiming that he was going to now uh, pursue the Open the Freedom Gate Championship and hopefully hold his first singles championship in his major first major singles championship uh in his wrestling career. Uh so that that is something to look forward to. There was a a great event there um and it, honestly it was it was a great also streaming event since that was their first uh live pay-per-view on uh, Go Fight Live. So uh yeah, uh great showing. Um also speaking of Go Fight Live, um another promotion is now uh looking to get uh, internet pay-per-view. Um, if you like women's wrestling, uh, WSU, uh, their first internet pay-per-view will be this weekend. <clears throat> uh, 
on uh, Saturday, the main event being uh, Mercedes Martinez uh, taking on former WWE diva Jazz uh, nice. for the for the uh, WSU Championship. So that is going to be a great match. Um, if you want more information, go to wsuwrestling.com. Um, also, as I mentioned before, Big Freaky sent me some uh, sent me some indie news. Um, a lot of drangy. There was also a um, there was also a big uh, in Japan. There was a big Jakar versus uh, Osaka Pro event, uh, said to be really great. Um, representatives from Osaka Pro Wrestling in Japan, as well as Jakara, uh, fighting out. Uh, Fright Mayor, Lindsay Dorado, Tim Donst, um, and Osaka Pro picking up the win in in this in the series of matches that was held um, three to one. So. Um, Hopefully there'll be more of a uh, more of a connection with uh, Chikara and Osaka Pro. Actually, there was there was a uh, team Osaka Pro at this year's uh, King of Trios, so um, maybe they'll develop more of a connection uh, between the two. Um, and they also uh, Big Freaky also sent um, uh, IPW um, released a, a set of their DVDs on SmartMarkVideo.com uh, and Sandy Pro Wrestling. Um, in the Indianapolis era, uh, looks like, uh, great cards all around. John Moxley, Drake Younger, Brian, da- uh, Brian Danielson, when he made his, uh, return to the Indies after being fired from WWE, he has a match in there. Uh, a lot of, a lot of great wrestling. Uh, if you want to check that out, go to, uh, smartmarkvideo.com, uh, and go buy some wrestling DVDs, uh, support some, uh, great wrestling companies out there. And, uh, that's pretty much all I have for, uh, indie news, uh, this week in wrestling. Fantastic. Um, and I think that's all we got here for the first half. Uh, let's take a little sneak peek at your your uh, goal for this week. And uh, we'll be right back after this. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, well I, I hung out with Harley Quinn this weekend. And how how do we have LB not on this week when Lita came back? It's time getting line because you're going to make a change. Kicking ass, shaking ass, speaking pylons. We are reasonable for Winnipeg. Sam Cates, he kicks children in the face. Hey, this is Sarah Del Rey, and you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You're watching the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is awesome. Online at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, our Mayhem crew is holding their breath for me to start. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling Mayhem Show. <laughs> that was good. Ah. 243. Was the intern, were you holding your breath too? Were you? No, no, she was. Her ears are bleeding from the singing that was going on that will be on the gold. Um, <laughs> she's bleeding sorry, from joy. Can't talk when I'm my she can't talk when she's holding her breath, she says. And other things involving her mouth, she says. Um, <laughs> yeah, we got Hot Wheels joining us for the round table so we can get our black quota in since CJLB's not here. Um, <laughs> leading the way as always. Leading the way as always. Uh, yes, I am. This week I want to talk to you about again. We still have it. Audible still has not unsponsored us uh, as an affiliate. So please, uh, of course, you can get your free audiobook uh, and support this show and everything at SorgatronMedia.com. We're trying to do audiblepodcast.com slash SorgatronMedia. One free audiobook. Cancel any time in those books that you uh, pick up there or, or buy later are, are yours to keep. Uh, 14 days uh, free to try out everything that you have the offer there. Uh, now, Mad Mike, you said you just picked something up. So what's what's what'd you get? 
Mad Mike doesn't have anything, but Dashing Mad Mike does. <laughs> Dashing wow. Mad Mike does not believe in reading, therefore he picked up a book on Audible. No, Dashing yes. Mad Mike does not know how to read. <laughs> or the intern says that Dashing Mad Mike does not know how to read. Excuse me, I have a fucking master's degree. I know how to read. I just don't like it. What did Mitchie just say? Uh, it says you're Mad Mike, not that. Not dashing, man. Like I don't know. Uh, she's she's very confused right now. Um, dashing. Like, anyways, there's a book. What 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 are you there reading? There is a book. There is a book. Um, listen, you're you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem show. That's us. So you so you like profanity. Um, <laughs> you're you're listening on election day, which means you you know what politics are, and and who doesn't love old people? Because we all do. Let's be honest. We're all going to be old people one of these days. So if you want an old guy screaming profanity about politics, I <laughs> highly recommend to download Lewis Black's book, Nothing's Sacred. It's fantastic. It's, it's, it's Lewis Black. It's about five hours long. And if you've ever seen any of his work on The Daily Show or any of his comedy specials or him as the dean in the movie Accepted, You'll want this book, and you'll want to listen to it forever in a day, especially now that all the political ads are going to be over as of tonight. You're going to need something to bake your brain with. So Lewis Black's Nothing Sacred. And we got a little bit of a clip here, so you can check out a little preview. Let's see here. Oh, I'm on the wrong computer, aren't I? Uh, so no preview. <laughs> preview. If you want a preview, oh, you better on, go to Audible. I, I will do my Lewis. I will do my Lewis Black impression. Oh no! Oh no! Yes. Ah! Fuck! Fuck! Politics! <laughs> fuck! Fuck! <laughs> and it was if it wasn't for that horse. Oh, sorry, we got a little bit of feedback going on with Hot Wheels. Apparently, the medics are calling him. I don't know I, I, what's going on there. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so we'll, we'll deal with that as we go here. Let me see if I can get this going. Uh, but yeah, and I'm still enjoying my Zappos book I bought a couple weeks ago. It's been, uh, that Friday commute where I've had to drive about an hour and a half out to a, a mental hospital. <laughs> that didn't sound <laughs> wow. That didn't sound Okay. Right. Uh, but, but it's helped. It's helped. And I, that reading about starting a business is fantastic. Um, wait, what? I, what? Starting Don't. a business out of a mental hospital. Listen, no, that's not what I said man. at all. Here's a little <laughs> I'm confused. Filled with wonderfully funny works that have successfully covered that subject by writers from Art Buckwald to P.J. O'Rourke to Michael Moore. I am no David Sedaris or Dave Barry or Mark Twain. Jesus, Mark Twain. Not only was he funny, but he's dead and he's still funny. What? <laughs> I picked up a cup of coffee and stared off into space. It's not so romantic when you actually have to have thoughts and write them down, especially now that I apparently had a severe case of ADD. My head just couldn't wrap itself around a topic. Because well, there you go. There's a little preview there, Lewis Black. Go check out audiblepodcast.com slash Sorgatron Media. Oh, what? The intern's talking to me and doesn't realize she's not on the mic. She realizes she's not on the mic. It's... Oh, jeez. All <laughs> right. Uh, well, let's get back to the rest of the show. Um, 
<laughs> Must have the show. Now, Intern needs to be mic'd up. Maybe, yeah, we're, we're, we're working on that. Yeah. We, we're running out of plugs down here in Mayhem Studio. Uh, <laughs> the intern's running out of plugs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um... So wow. there was a discussion I noticed on Wrestling. Twitter the other night, and uh, I thought we should bring it up here and continue. Um, so... You mean the, the discussion where WrestleFan is wrong and won't admit it? <laughs> of course I am, Mike. Who wants to describe exactly what happened on TNA this week that, that got you guys up in arms on Twitter? Does, does Mike want to begin? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. The discussion about TNA? Which yes. one was yes. I thought we were talking as, about the one from last night. As, as opposed to the five other discussions we find about on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Um, you guys, well, if, you, if you guys don't follow these guys on Twitter, they apparently hate each other. Uh, but at least their opinions really? of wrestling. I mean, these guys are at each other's throats half the time. And then it's really funny. Fan in the neck. And it's really funny when WrestleFan <laughs> asks Mad Mike how old he is. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I'll <laughs> them I will gut a 15-year-old. I don't care. It's just <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, one of these particular incidents <laughs> happened this past week on TNA. Uh, and I'm just going to leave you guys. What, what, what happened? WrestleFan, oh, open this well, one. I, well, I think, the one he's ref- I think the one he's referring to is one of the big things was they had a match uh, where, were, where they were going to have a match between Anderson and... Uh, Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. and uh, Bischoff. Um, the b- storyline was Bischoff was um, uh, uh, forcing Anderson to wrestle, even though uh, doctors told him not to because of his concussion. Um, this led uh, to the uh, Matt Horgan, Matt Morgan face turn, uh, where he uh, pr- uh, com- uh, t- told Bischoff about the liability of it, um, described how how much of an issue concussions are in wrestling that we didn't know the same stuff that we knew 20 years ago. And it was, it was a very interesting uh, discussion. And uh, I thought it um, talked about a very interesting issue um, in, in professional wrestling. And I thought it was shit. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not, it, it, it wasn't, not an interesting point. Mm-hmm. I I I get I get what they're doing storyline purposes and everything like that, but I think it's just kind of for TNA. Like I think if someone like ROH did this, it'd be a little bit more believable. But TNA frequently shows people using objects that can murder someone. Yes. Like, legitimately murder someone <laughs> like we were we were led to believe that rvd was bludgeoned with a fucking board <laughs> that had nails in it we had a guy physically take two fans from the crowd threaten to kill them and no one stopped anything <laughs> so i get i guess my issue isn't really with the angle itself because Anderson didn't end up wrestling and you know the the message the proper message was told but TNA doing it doesn't exactly work for me okay okay just because they like they have 
they have upped their violence quotient so much that it's ridiculous. And now they're trying to do a story where someone is just randomly concerned about a dude with a concussion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why isn't Matt Morgan concerned that, hey, look, someone is stabbing Rob Van Dam multiple times with a board covered of nails? Like, that is a little bit more life-threatening than a concussion. <laughs> I do like. I do like. I do like the comment he made uh, when he was in the ring with Jarrett, uh, saying that we have forty-five-year-old man with the minds of eighty-five-year-old Alzheimer patients because of you know, and it, and you know, it's a sad truth. And I think whether whether it was whether it was TNA being you know legit about it or not, you know, it was it was still something that needed to be addressed. I think, and I agree with the whole them upping their violence it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but other than that i thought it was very a very good thing by tna mm-hmm. well and i think but, i think they, you, you they mean, still do the blood shots to the head have they done right. them lately yeah when, they have when, when's the last time that, that, that you see i again i don't know you know i mean i haven't caught they, it Jarrett just threw angle head first into the back of the announce desk okay now that's something that can be covered and up he, though yeah, really? I mean, he was handcuffed. Okay, that's what I'm saying. TNA, you can't send two messages at the same time. Mm. You can't do it. You can't send a message that you're actually concerned for people with concussions. Like, but at this if Morgan, if Morgan was so concerned about this, why didn't he stop Jarrett from attacking Angle? Is this and throwing his head into it? And again, you know, of course, we're talking more on a violence and concussion angle here. But is this really so different than uh, WWE having a character that kind of uh, is the bad guy talking about straight edge and anti-drug uh, messages, and then ha- and then having a drug policy? I mean, isn't that kind of a, a same kind of double speak there? But but at the same, but CM Punk, like people who have promoted against CM Punk, mm. say they approve of his message. Yeah. They just don't approve how he's going about it. Okay, okay. There's a difference because he's being self-righteous about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Triple H Triple H said in the ring when um, Punk tried to recruit him, Triple H was like, listen, straight edge, that's great. No drugs, no alcohol, no booze, that's fine. I'm with you. I'm straight edge too. But you gotta be a real prick about it, don't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. And Ray Mysterio even said the same thing. Ray even said that if he had joined the Straight Edge Society, he could get this positive message out to kids, but he just doesn't want to be with punk. <laughs> well, no, but no offense, but Ray's no one, no one to talk about that kind of stuff with the, his history with uh, the wellness policy. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but... Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, another interesting note I wanted to point out from the whole concussion storyline was um, uh, Chris Nowitzki who is the founder of the Sports Legacy Institute, um, was asked about the storyline. Um, and he said, quote, I was extremely pleased to see the concussion storyline as it was executed on TNA. I think it was a positive portrayal of the issue, and it was great to see Matt Morgan treated as a babyface for his concern about the consequences of returning to the ring so soon after a concussion. Matt Morgan has been an energetic supporter of the Sports Legacy Institute and this issue, and I and I was proud to see him able to reach millions with this message. However, I must note that I am not happy that the storyline was generated by a chair shot to the back of the head of Ken Anderson, another SLI supporter. But I was told it was not scripted that way. I hope TNA knows the cause and effects of that hits 
of that hit and puts more in place, training, fines, etc., to prevent future use of the chair in that manner and keep top talents in the ring. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Chris Nowinski. And then I wonder to what point, how much of this is, uh, you know, I, I, I can't believe that TNA's telling people to go take headshots. This is the wrestlers doing what they know to do and go the extra mile. True. Because they're the ones Sork. that need educated. But Sork, ha- tell them not to. Mm-hmm. Tell them not to. Mm-hmm. You, that those are your fucking employees. Yeah, you tell like, them what like, to do. You tell them what not to do. Like WWE does it. Like Nike Nowitzki said, institute fines maybe to you know if that if that were to happen. Yeah, yeah. Hell, they'd save money that way too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, like I see exactly where Nowitzki's coming from, and it's kind of my main issue with it. That's mm-hmm. why I said like if ROH did something like that. Where they don't really have overly violent matches, yeah. The the re- the storyline can come across as a bit more realistic. But just two months ago, TNA had someone massacring someone else. But yeah, but I don't think nails. I don't think Real Honor is the place to do it because I mean, you would have seen the uh, uh, the table and chains match and everything that they they had on Ring of Honor between. Uh, you know, Carino and uh, and 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 Colbert yeah. and everybody involved. In that. Especially, were, especially the last they match were, they had on pay per view. Well, they, I don't, I didn't see the pay per view one. Well, um, well, Carino or er, Steen was using, uh, uh, I think, uh, Cabana's blood to uh, paint the word "die" on a steel chair. Yeah, I, well, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, that's. I don't think I, there, I don't think there's as much of an outcry about blood uh, in particular in professional wrestling. It's more the headshots. No, I agree. Of yeah. course, and and I'm saying I, I'm pretty sure when I saw the TV match uh, with the tables, you know, aside from the table spots just being kind of ugly from the way they came off, I, I'm pretty sure there was some uh, uh, pretty severe straight headshots uh, for uh, in the match uh, with chairs and such. So I mean it's 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 still happening there. Uh, you know, although I, I agree, agree, it's kind of more the environment because they kind of push themselves as more pure sport uh, as far as their storylines and everything in competition. Um, and I and I don't think uh, could you see if uh, if WWE took this similar storyline, would you find it more acceptable, Mike? No, not really. Yeah, I mean, mean slightly. Yeah, slightly, I guess, because they actually have a policy against. Uh, blunt hair, blunt mm-hmm. shots to the head. Yeah, and they really haven't done it lately. Yeah, yeah. But right. I mean, just in the world of wrestling, that's not the place for it. That's not the place for it, unless you're going to actually act on it and not just use it as lip service because Anderson got injured and TNA realized, oh shit, we don't have a baby face. Uh, what do you think about this, Wills? Oh, honestly, I agree with Mike. I mean, they did it basically because they are running out of uh, faces and everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I figure Matt Morgan is the best choice because how many times have we seen AJ flip flop back and forth? So everybody gets sick of that already. So Matt Morgan is the best choice, and he's great on the mic. Mm-hmm. I don't even think Matt Morgan's the best choice. Yeah. Well, Do you think Rob there would have been a Dan- better choice? Rob Van Dam. Well, he's he's talking about well, going who- from here to face. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't need to turn anyone. You have a best like the the way the storyline is going. Rob Van Dam and Jeff Hardy are best friends. Jeff turned on him. Jeff hit him with the belt at the last pay per view. That to me signifies that they're gonna have a feud. 
No, I agree with that. My thing is like, well, and, I, and it was you mentioning last week. I remember that TNA didn't have enough faces; that they were, you know, predominantly heels with the whole uh, immortal faction. Yeah. So, you know, this Team Hogan's immortal new regime. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think it's a plus to move Morgan. And like Wheel said, I don't think I could find anyone else in Fortune that would stand up for that, especially with uh, like Nowitzki said, with Morgan's uh, support of his uh, if his uh, organization. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, and like we said, this is very atypical of what they've been doing in TNA. Uh, you know, obviously, kind of they're not, and we see this WWE. There's a lot of uh, do as we say, not as we do. You know, um, so you, you can't really, uh, to a certain point, we can expect this from a company like that. Uh, so, what, what do you think of the thought? Maybe this didn't come from directly from team. Maybe this was like Matt Morgan's idea for a storyline that they ran with. Well, hence how I, I it kind just, of stuck in there, uh, you know, versus everything else they were doing. I would just like to know if this exact storyline would have happened had Anderson not been injured. That, that's what I wanted. Pro- probably not. Probably yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, they, that's they, my point. They're not doing it to bring awareness to it. They just saw Anderson get hurt at the last show, realized but that's he wouldn't a, be able to go to the pay per view, and then. They they panicked and did. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Is WWE really doing the stand-up for WWE because uh, politicians aren't knowing their facts about the company and not knowing about, uh, you know, uh, not researching professional wrestling? No, honestly, he's doing it because he wanted to boost Linda's campaign. And Uh, and and it's a way to get the word out about WWE because everybody's going to talk about it. Well, WWE. The standard for WWE campaign is I think you have to handle it a little differently because WWE is a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you have if you have every media news outlet taking shots at WWE, yeah. regardless of whether or not they mention the election, as a publicly funded company, you need to stand up for your stockholders. You need to show them that, hey, we're not just going to take this lying down. We're going to show people that our company is positive and that we do a lot of stuff for charities and things like that. So I think if anything, I mean, part of it was for Linda, obviously. Mm-hmm. And part of it, I think a lot of it is for the stockholders. So they don't see all this negative publicity and immediately start pulling out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, if the Wrestling Mayhem show were a publicly traded company... God forbid. And so, yeah, God forbid. And <laughs> someone started taking shots at us. We'd obviously say, "Hey, we're all for good things. Like we we love old people, you know." And breast cancer awareness. Yes, save the, boobs. The boobs. save the boobs. Save the boobs. Save the boobs. Juggalo Jamie loves boobs. Do you? We all <laughs> love boobs. And this this is something. What do you guys think about what's going on TNA and the concussion? Of course, it's a big issue. You know, the NFL is really getting into it too. So, uh, yeah, I'm you know I'm curious. What do you guys think? Hit us up. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow dot com. I think this discussion that needs to continue. So, <laughs> moving on a little bit. Uh, I I was very excited. I'm really sad that nobody from the original show is here right now. Uh, but Lita returned last night momentarily, <laughs> and. The smell of whore wafted oh, all the way over the island into, bron- into the bronze. I'm, I'm surprised Steam Machine hasn't come back yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I didn't get like a call from him. He'd be like, well, I haven't heard from you in two years. What's going on? Um, Lita came back. <laughs> like, oh, Lita Long came story. 
There you go. There you go. Uh, but it was interesting because I actually read uh, I read the article about it, and she she was actually a fan of uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is one of the reasons they brought her on. Really? <laughs> that, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Well, Alex Riley also a fan, by the way. Yes, <laughs> as he was yelling afterwards when he got booted. <laughs> I love I I love Alex Riley last night. He was so great. Oh, he was. He was. I and I, I love uh, the Miz. I I was really kind of more of a He Man guy. Uh, so and yeah, Russell fan passed along to me a a, a video when when PB gets an iPad. I, I'm amazed. Yes. So you think he just has like all of those props like in his house somewhere? Like, oh, like he boy. has cherry. And uh, well, I guess, well, yeah, I guess they probably built it up for his Broadway uh, thing that he's doing. So, which I would love to see that. That would be amazing. I think that might be a mega bus trip right there. So, really? Yeah, <laughs> it's Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yes. Why not? You don't respect Pee Wee's Playhouse. Hey, like I still do, remember Mike. the time I went to SeaWorld over, and they still had it over here in Ohio, and they were doing a Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. Uh, uh, you know what they do? You know they do the ski shows, and then they do the night light show at the ski show uh, area. And and there was a Pee Wee Herman, and but it was an actually an impersonator, of course. Um, but it was it, yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Oh yeah, right. Uh, here's actually a picture of uh, Alita with Pee Wee Herman. Um, oddly, Pee Wee looks like a cardboard cutout in that picture. Uh, but other than that, there you go. Sad, sadly, we're sad to report that after his appearance on Monday Night Raw, Pee Wee Herman was diagnosed with syphilis. What happened to Hot Wheels? <laughs> when did he roll off? I don't know. I just come, I come back to you guys and he's gone. What the hell? Oh my hell? god. What the? Maybe, Jeez. maybe he, maybe he felt he would contract syphilis through can't, the We can't hold a guest dinner. host to save our lives here on this show. He just freaking disappears. Uh, Sorg, <laughs> I can Sorg. see his electrical box though. Did, did <laughs> put the stopper on his? Oh, chair. What kind of cereal? How does he have such high shelves? Um. Anyways, uh, let's move <laughs> on. CM Punk and Undertaker both injured for the rest of the year. Um. Yeah. I don't sadly. know if CM. Punk oh wait, he's coming back. What is it? Just. I just see him roaming in the background. <laughs> just here he comes. <laughs> Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels, you're the R2D2 of this show. I don't think he can hear you. <laughs> here he comes. All right, anyways. Welcome back, Hot Wheels. <laughs> Welcome back, R2. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, jeez. He's still working on it. He's, he's still he's still getting it. All right. Hey. Um, so yeah, uh, CM Punk uh, injured his. I don't think he's his... injured for the rest of the year. You don't think? Uh, it says he's scheduled to undergo hip surgery and miss at least um, three months, according to uh, ProWrestling.net. Additionally, Undertaker yeah. might be out until 2011, as there's a possible tear to his rotator cuff. No, I haven't seen his Twitter lately. What's going on there? Yeah, um, his Twitter account. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Um, he's he's he already said. gone for surgery. <laughs> apparently. Okay. Oh really? Yeah, apparently CM Punk has already gone in for surgery, and um, he went to the gym today. Hmm. Apparently. Wow. So maybe, uh, maybe he's yeah, more he's more dead. more proof that CM Punk is God. Yeah, he said, <laughs> "I just had surgery, did it myself. It was boring. Headed to <laughs> the gym." What? Why do you do what you believe what they read on the internet? Hmm. He did it himself. He did it himself. Huh. He must be commando. 
Oh, jeez. Hey, you know, CM Punk, I'm you are the... And I, I don't think he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah, it could it be. Maybe it could if, be if, 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 I was going to say, if not, he can always go back on commentary because that was amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. He should permanently sure. take Michael Cole's place on commentary. Hell yeah. Please. Uh, man, other news, uh, speaking of, of, of guys like Michael Cole that probably got bullied in school, TNA launches an <laughs> anti-bullying campaign, uh, called Eliminate the Hate. Uh, I believe this is the thing, I think there's a picture here. Uh, yeah, this is when, uh, Jeff Hardy appeared on The Talk on CBS. That would be the one, that would be the picture I think that, uh, one of you guys sent me of him where he looks like the Joker beside this poor that, kid. That would be me. Oh my God. Is, is this, is this, have you seen this video? Is this worth playing on here? Uh, it's it, it can't, it's no no it's not no. Really. <laughs> it's the talk it's, it's it's meth hardy it's meth hardy yeah I mean I I appreciate the message but again everybody does but it's hard again TNA yeah th- this is the guy who is still under investigation for possession of narcotics he is not he is not the guy you want representing your Yeah, is this really like, how we like, want to do this? Uh, Though they do mention they mention uh Anderson, uh Kazarian, uh D'Angelo De Niro uh as being bullied uh, in their past. So um I think it's a good uh yeah, I I agree. I think it's a good uh program. Mm-hmm. Uh I think they need a different spokesperson. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> TNA needs needs a spokesperson. It, like it needs someone, someone who doesn't have like something that's really publicly out there that is just if anything, bad for if anything, company. like AJ AJ Styles would probably be a great you know yeah. just spokesperson in general. Yeah, yes. yeah. from like, all, AJ from all Styles should that. Be the face and voice of that company, but yeah. he's not. But he's, he's not because of the way he talks. To be honest, he's <laughs> um, he, he's not that bad of a talker compared no. to you know. It's, it's, but it's a southern know. accent. It's, it's that, cause Jeff there's, Hardy. you hear that and people are going like, oh, this guy's like Georgia wrestling or something. He's old WCW <laughs> South wrestling. <laughs> and then you don't, you lose the broad appeal that you want from it. You know, that's why, it's uh, air styles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, they, they, they don't have a John Cena, you know, uh, Kurt Angle's, Thank uh, God. Kurt Angle's <laughs> too tainted to be the American hero that he needs to be to be a face of a company like that, you know, um, he, he what Jeff Jarrett's, you know, come on, Jeff Jarrett isn't, isn't, isn't a face of any kind of company. Uh, well, they got Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, but, you know, that's, that's the closest I can get. If Hulk Hogan starts doing make a wish stuff when he's not in surgery, then maybe they have something. <laughs> but I don't think he isn't the face of Renaissance. He's let alone yeah, the face yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, they don't have. If he visit, if he visit six kids in the, sick kids in the hospital, they'll be like, who are you? I want John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, and, TNA, and this is the first time to my recollection that TNA has, has, has ventured anywhere into charity, uh, of all of the, these years. So, um, I, I think, no, I don't they, know. I, they've I, done make a wish stuff. They've done make a wish stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is make the first, a wish is which the honestly, I think they're advertising it, I, it. Which I honestly, I think it's a smart move. It's a smart move, I think, by TNA because it makes them more of a, you know, it makes them, I'm not saying they're trying to be like WWE, but it makes them more of a respectable company other than. Yeah. It's a lesson they should than, learn from WWE. Yeah. Uh, I, exactly. I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it's uh, good for TNA uh, any way they do it. Definitely. That's one good thing from WWE that TNA should copy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
for sure. All right, moving on here. Uh, WWE reveals a list of Hall of Famers who will appear on the old-school three-hour edition of Raw. I actually didn't know about this happening. Uh, November 15th yeah, edition yeah, of there's Raw. Three mo- there's three more three-hour shows this, scheduled for this year. This year? One is, there's two months yeah, left. this year. Wow. This year, there's one that's going to be the old-school Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the three-hour Slammy Awards. Okay. And I'm not sure if we talked about this before, but the King of the Ring. That's happening this year. Back. I knew, I thought we mentioned yes. it was a three and three, th- uh, yes. three hour one. Yeah. And cool. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one night only tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back like it used to be. <laughs> yep. Um, I thought WrestleFan just wheeled off himself. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm here. <laughs> I'm calling uh, it now. Smarty pants. All right. I'm calling get... it now. King Miz. King Miz? Oh, that'd King be great. Is. That'd be great. Uh, listen, listen, Hall of Famers for this one episode is Sergeant Slaughter, Dusty Rhodes, Jimmy Snuka, Roddy Piper, Iron Sheik, and Hacksaw Duggan. Um, yeah. Oh. Billion Show Raw Old School. I, I'm looking forward to that one, actually. I like that. I like that. Too bad there's no legend killers going around right now. I'm sure <laughs> Nexus will kill everybody. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. Um, oh, I want, I want to see a Wade Barrett and Iron Sheik promo. Ooh. Oh God! Jesus Christ! And there you go with the same. <laughs> hey, Iron Sheik on a live mic's good on any night, right? <laughs> yes. So, I don't know. Well, then we didn't get too much into it. We talked about the politics, and we'll t- we'll check in on the polls here, actually, real quick. Ah! <laughs> 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 and Blumenthal with 10% of the polls returned 52% to 46 uh, projected to win the race so sorry Linda boo $50 million dollars. Okay. Kelly hope, Kelly's stripping right now hope yes Vince, <laughs> hope Vince stays in that coma uh, yay this will be the question are we going to see uh, unpg'd Raw next week you know <laughs> will they be do it nice. that quick I, I don't think so after this whole know. after the whole thing. Right, but I man, mean, I don't know. Um, the, what we saw last night kind of harkens back to because there's a lot of potty humor in that. To be honest, there was a lot of potty humor. <laughs> there was some ridiculousness. There was a fun, wonderful, almost four minute promo of Vince it, it, Vince McMahon starring Freddie Prince Jr. as the Doctor. <laughs> Waking from I see, the, I see, I see the little defibrillator thing. I'm like, who's dying? And then Freddie Prince Jr. was. I'm like, Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Why are you? When did he I don't get know a doctorate? <laughs> well, I don't think he's qualified at all. Uh, <laughs> and then I saw Vincent Man. I'm like, oh god, oh god, this is going to be Jr.'s colonoscopy all over again. It was way better than <laughs> colonoscopy, though. You got to no, but it it was it was way better than that. It was really funny. I was hoping in a weird way, every time Vince kept yelling, I'm going to blow, I thought he was just going to rip one out, and I was just going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, if they if they just did a really long fart sound effect, that would have been. Yeah. Or did, yeah. Like, the, like, the little it's... squeaking one as he was walking, like... <laughs> uh, appealing, to your, appealing to your audience. Everyone, every five-year-old loves a good fart joke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um... You know, while while we're on the topic of of PG wrestling and non PG wrestling, um, I, I just want to kind of get this out there. The Attitude Era, we are all blinded by the Attitude Era. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you're going back to you're watching it l- 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 lately, right? 
Yes. Yes. We are all we are all blinded by the Attitude Era. Um, granted, there was a lot of good stuff, mm-hmm. but you gotta look for it. <laughs> there, there was like, there was some interesting stuff. You no, but you, I'm serious. Like <clears throat> I think I think we long I think we long more for the competition than we do yeah. for the actual content because I'm telling you, we've been watching like 97 to 98 to to 2000 Raws. Oh, that work. was, and that's you know knee deep in the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. and. Oh man, like there there are some stuff I wouldn't want them to say on the current product. And like it's not that it offends my delicate sensibilities or anything like that cuz clearly I have none. <laughs> clearly. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Like it it doesn't work as well as it's like when you listen to Howard Stern for the first time. It's shocking. So you want to listen to it because you don't know what's going to happen next. But eventually, yeah. if you listen to Howard Stern for three and a half years, his act is going to get really, really old. Mm-hmm. And but, I think that is what the Attitude Era kind of was. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I had an episode of Raw where Vince McMahon called Kane the Undertaker's retarded half-brother. <laughs> said they're, and said they're both two putrid pussies. Oh my god. <laughs> Uncensored. Uh, here's something. Prince, Prince Magnus returns to us in the uh, chat room and he, he says uh, Michael Cole called Santino a few Italian racial slurs last night on Raw. I, I didn't catch them myself. I didn't notice that, no. <laughs> I don't so think I remember him so, saying anything. So I was talking to DJ Lunchbox during that. That Santino segment was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How, how do I how do I spell Seamus? <laughs> oh God! I was dressed like you, but they thought I was a ghost. Here's a little bit of that. <laughs> there, there's Vince waking from the coma with uh with Freddie Prince Jr. And uh, <laughs> yeah, remember Freddie Prince? This isn't so weird. Freddie Prince Jr. I can't. Even, it's too many names. Come on, guy. Freddie. <laughs> um, come on, cat. Um, he, he used to write for them. He's a big fan of their. No, he's, he he's, got rehired. He got rehired. That's why he's yeah. Here. He got, he got mm-hmm. rehired. Oh, there you go. I've, I mean, how how lucky is Freddie Prince Jr.? He gets the right for WWE, and he's married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. I want his I, life. Yeah, I want I mean, his life. Every every man wants to be him, and yes, uh, whatever that goes, however that goes. Uh, <laughs> every guy wants to be him. While every woman comes to see him. According to Prince Magnus, Magus, I keep screwing it up. I'm sorry. Uh, great segment. <laughs> Cole straight up called him a guinea. Whoa. <laughs> So <laughs> that is wow. Uh wow. Okay. I, I don't think mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> I, 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 most people I don't think even knows what, what that is. Is what? is Guinea really that bad though? I mean, it's not. I mean, you know, there's the I obvious mean, ones you shouldn't see on TV that there, that there are there are shirts called Guinea Tees. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's cuz I'm in the Bronx, but uh well I don't I don't think Guinea's that bad like say you're in the Bronx so who knows you know yeah I'm not offended by Guinea I mean you figure it's not like when our truth comes out you didn't hear Michael Cole go oh great here comes that and I'm not gonna say it Ninja <laughs> Ninja <laughs> is what like, we say on the show comes out, like why is that damn Ninja rapping 
Exactly. Ninja. Ninja. Ninja rap. What was it just me or was on Raw this week with Michael Cole? Did Michael Cole have an extra glass of annoying? (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought he had an extra glass of tolerable. Oh, yeah? Really? I I might just be adjusting to this new Michael Cole, but I didn't think he was that bad. Even the Daniel Bryan match. Yeah, I, I will never, I will never like Michael Cole. I do enjoy the problems where they call him out and uh, and say, "Ask, have you been watching the last four minutes of this match?" I mean, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 no, that's I I, I love the moments on commentary where he just slips up and just makes some. Like I remember, uh, it was on the episode of SmackDown where uh, it got. I don't know how they got into it, but they got into like shaving their legs because I guess it was one of those uh, dashing Cody Rhodes things, mm-hmm. and Michael Cole's like. I'm like, yeah, of course I shaved my legs. You know, dashing Cody Rhodes helps me. And, and Jamal Strecker's like, what? <laughs> Personally? Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, lost it. <laughs> yeah, I do actually enjoy the three-man team on SmackDown, uh, mostly because it's them versus Michael Cole. And then Matt Stryker, yes. Matt Stryker just being ridiculous and, and spinning off whatever he says off Edge's theme song that he can. Um, well, Matt Stryker is, why, is hilarious. This is why I want I want Stryker and King to switch shows. Mm-hmm. I want. I think Stryker can make Cole it on the main and, show. Yeah, I want Michael Cole and Matt Stryker on Raw, and I think King and Josh Matthews would actually be a really, really good team. Or King and uh, or King and uh, Todd Grisham. Oh, Todd Grisham. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Todd yeah. Grisham. But I agree with you because Matt Stryker, even though he provides a lot of jokes and stuff like that, he is becoming more of the play-by-play guy. Yeah. Uh, for SmackDown. And I think that's what they need on Raw because they got Michael Cole, who's you know playing the heel thing, and then Jerry Lawler, who's not really being the it's, play-by-play it, guy. It is he's interesting. Just kinda, he's yeah. just kind of there. Cole's, well, I could, Cole's becoming more color than usual. Yeah, I could honestly mm-hmm. see like Stryker and Cole as a new version of Heenan and Gorilla. Yeah, I can see that. Really good because they have a natural chemistry with each other. That's kind of a love-hate relationship. Striker is yeah. a former wrestler. Yeah. And he's and you know, he can still call all the moves. Yeah. However, Michael Cole will not be the asshole the whole time. Michael Cole will never be Bobby Heenan though. No. No, I'm not I'm not saying that they will. No, I I'm agree. Just no, saying, yeah. You know, the dynamic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Fantastic. You know, and, and make the commentating that would make the commentating, you know, actually mean something. Yeah. As opposed to what they've done recently, of, just throwing a couple guys together. Yeah, what's going on here? What's going on in the next pay per view? I just realized I still have video. Right, I, sh- I should be showing NWA Hollywood at this point, shouldn't I? Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Nah, Unless you want Big Freaky, Freaky to Freaky's kill you. Full of talk. Freaky is all talk. <laughs> well, just yeah, in you... case. Man, Mike, have you seen Big Freaky live and in person? No. Freaky's all talk. Has he seen me live and in person? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> That's you know who has seen true. me live and in person? Wrestle fan, because he doesn't let people know when he's in the greatest city in the fucking I world. I told you I was oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, I did man. not accept your apology. Well, guys, was there anything else we want to pick up on before we head out of here? Uh, yes. Well, well, if you want to do really quickly, we can talk about uh, Kevin Nash. Sure. Oh, what's going on with Kevin Nash lately? I know oh, there's some videos Kevin you sent Nash. me. Oh, he had some well, other commentary. Let me see if I can bring that up here. Well, I'll, uh, cause Kevin Nash was gone, uh, he was, uh, I believe he got his release from TNA, uh, from yeah. when he was assuming on Twitter. Um, 
Now, I'm not completely sure because he might still be involved in the thing with Sting, but whatever. But uh, Michael or Kevin Nash and Sean Waltman were doing a shoot interview for uh, High Spots. Um, and Kevin Nash addressed the comment that uh, Paul Heyman said on an AOL fan house, um, fan house uh, uh, interview where uh, he was talking about uh, his uh, TNA calling him and asking him if he wanted to be a part of the company, him declining. And he, one of the quotes that Heyman said was, um, if, I were, if, Heyman, if I saw Paul Heyman coming into work for TNA and I was over the age of 40, I'd be scared shitless because I'd chop their fucking heads off. And I, if it, that sounds harsh in the beginning, but he actually made a very valid point uh, going on in the interview. But yeah, uh, Kevin Nash pretty much made his rebuttal uh, during the inter- uh, shoot interview. And yeah, yeah, he Kevin Nash has always gotten the reputation for being for being a fourteen year old fourteen year old in a fifty year old's body, mm-hmm. and that kind of that kind of put the icing on the cake for him. It was kind of. It was obvious that he was drunk, and they were they were intoxicated in this interview. Of course, when are they not I drunk? Mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. Um, well, kind of, kind of, yeah, it, it kind of add on to that. Uh, he he was on Twitter apparently the other day and said, "Vince, let me in the Rumble. If I win, I get Undertaker at Mania. If I lose, I'll join the Kiss Your Ass Club at the next Raw deal." Uh, which is I think just him messing around, of course. So yeah. WWE's not like team. They don't know if Undertaker's going to be ready for next WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be sad if he didn't make WrestleMania after after all the streak and everything with him? So. Oh yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure he'll make it, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's up in the air. So. But yeah, but yeah, Nash. Uh, what is he? He was he was uh he said Paul Heyman was. Ugly. He needed hair plugs. Uh, he never <laughs> drew. A, he never drew a dime. And I'm like, have, uh, has Kevin Nash looked in the mirror? <laughs> you know. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Time, hey, hey, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, guess what? What? TNA is what? a pay per view this weekend. TNA is what? TNA. Has, Do they? TNA has a pay per view this weekend. Wait, I thought it was next weekend. Yeah. Seriously? Nope, it's this weekend. Turning. Oh, oh yeah, shit! It is. It is. Holy shit! It is this weekend. I wanted to check to make sure because I I know sometimes we run into that problem where we forget there is a pay per view because they have. Well, I knew it was close to my birthday. I knew it was around there, but I forgot it was going to be this <laughs> Sunday. Happy birthday! Yeah. yeah, my that's next Tuesday. You can do that to me. You get a oh, TNA pay per view. <laughs> I'd rather. Sit underneath That's Mad Mike while he has bad gas. Oh, jeez. Yes, um, <laughs> Dude, that's like... Getting a TNA pay-per-view for your birthday is like the Marvel no prize. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't find information for their pay-per-view on their site. Oh, uh, I, I, I have, have it up. Um, uh, Knockouts match uh, Mickey James versus Tara. Okay. Which is good. You know, there's no title on the line. Oh, which is yeah. great. But I mean, uh, they'll, but they'll try. I, I actually like that better than just putting Mickey James into a title match. Yeah. I, you know, I don't just because she came from WWE. This is a WWE feud. Yeah. Yeah. Another, another WWE feud. Well, that's what they're building it around. They're, bu- 
the thing is, Tara said on reaction that she might she thought that the reason she got fired from WWE was because of Mickey James, which didn't make that, a whole lot of sense. That is not in that is not true at all. Tara <laughs> asked for her release because she told WWE she was gonna retire. Yeah. She's a but lying. When, yeah. <laughs> Spike is professional well, Mike, wrestling. Mike, think about it. All right, I'm, I'm Every sorry. person that wants to leave WWE and go down south, as I like to put it now, they always make an excuse. Like, look at Kurt. Oh, I'm going to take some time off. A week later, there he is in TNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah bull, bull. Yeah, anytime I see, oh, I'm not oh, going to TNA. Bullshit. I, I, thought, yeah, it, I thought Kurt was is, let go because like of his pill you, problem. It's like if you call a woman out for a date and she says, oh, no, I'm rearranging my sock drawer. Meanwhile, she's going mm-hmm. out with her girls. Yeah. It, know, it's <laughs> the same fucking thing. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Uh, I was going to move on to the next match. The, uh, the knockouts, the knockout, hold on, hold on. I'm not done with the knockouts. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> instead of rehashing an old WWE feud, mm-hmm. why not when, when Tara won the knockouts championship um, and Madison demanded that she turn it over. Why not just have her not do that? Considering it's not like the Cena in Nexus thing where Cena's contractually obligated to listen to Wade Barrett. Yeah. Madison was just saying that Tara didn't have to give her the belt. True. But I think Tara could have, Tara could have been a face, like she could have said, "You know what? No," and just walked out. And then you could have actually had a progressive feuding storyline for the Knockouts Championship, where Mickey James asked Tara if for a title shot. Madison gets pissed and says she demands a title shot. Then you can actually have a number one contenders match on pay per view. Mm-hmm. When was the last time that shit happened at the Knockouts? Yeah. I guess. But no, instead you have a, a pay-per-view without one of your champions on it. Well, this is almost like... Well, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say this is al- it's almost like a number one contendership, but never mind, because Tara, Tara gave up the belt. Um, <laughs> the Tara, next match... Tara, in essence, should get a rematch. True. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> next match is uh, EV2 versus Fortune. Winning team oh, gets boy. to fire a member of the losing team. When, where did that come from? I oh, have no I idea. I thought it was expiring. Oh, there you go. Well, I, that's the thing. I thought it was either. I thought I, would, I knew it was going to be someone from uh, EV2. I was expecting. But this is the thing. Like, you know, Ric Flair's like, yeah, we won the match. Who are we going to fire? Uh, Ryo, you're gone. Yeah, like most, when they when did he fire the, like Tommy the, Dreamer, the most ineffectual guy on the team? Yeah, the, the most no, ineffectual team in wrestling is EV two. No, no, <laughs> I, no, he's gonna fire Stevie Richards. No, there you go. Let's see, here, here's gonna what make I don't get. Um, weren't we done with this feud? Like, yeah, EV two won at the last pay per view. They won yep. the Lethal Lockdown match. Should have been over, and that's why. I'm calling it now. I'm calling this now. Rob Van Dam is part of Fortune. I don't think so. I'm calling it I, now. I say, I say there's a Russell chance. Van, you want to know why I say it? Sure. You want to know why I say it? Because sure. if he's that's a part of Fortune, sure. if he's a part of Fortune, that's the reason they're not having him fight Jeff Hardy. Mm. Hmm. 
And it was all a plan for RVD to get rid of Tommy Dreamer. That's confusing. TNA is confusing. Or Mick Foley, one or the other. Another thing is, well, I I don't. Another thing that they might do is, because uh, I looked at the new uh, final resolution uh, poster and it's Fortune, but it's yep. everyone in yep. it's everyone in Fortune except Douglas Williams. Hmm. So Douglas Williams isn't really there anyway. Yeah, well, what, it's not, I mean, he wasn't there in Lethal Lockdown for fuck's sake. No, yeah. Well, because he had an X Division title match. Yeah, because yeah, speaking of Robbie E with Cookie against Jay Lethal, let's see if he can really go. This is this is when we find out. Uh, the match I, I saw wasn't too bad with him. Yeah, the match with he had a great match with Amazing or not a great match, but he had a good match with Amazing yeah, Red. Yeah. No, so. I have no problem with the actual with with Rob Echoes. with the wrestling. No, no, with yeah, Rob Echoes and Becky Bayless. I have no problem with them. <laughs> I just think the gimmick's fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah, that's all we've really. Because it's like. You know what the you know one of the things they say when you're going into a crowd, whether if whether or not you get good reaction or bad reaction, that's a good thing. When the fans just do not react at all, that's a sign whatever you're doing is not working. If the yeah. fans do not react, but at the all, fa- impact zone does not do anything for them except say they're boring. Yeah, mm. that, that's not a good thing. Uh, moving so on. I think I think that's more of an issue. They don't know what the Jersey Shore is. Yeah. Wait, isn't Jersey Shore this season in Florida? No, because it's the Jersey Shore. It's uh, no, no, it is really it is in Florida, but but Russell fan, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, and this goes to uh, why they need to travel a little bit more. Yeah. Just, Next just, up, just, my uh, back to the show, go ahead. Jersey Show in Florida. The the fact that a show called The Jersey Shore is in Florida is fucking retarded to begin with. Yeah. Uh, next up, my uh, my least favorite match uh, of the uh, show, World Tag Team Titles, Team 3D versus Emotion Machine Guns in Team 3D's retirement match. Hey, you we'll better see. put what's about retirement. Yeah. This is the thing. This is the thing. I, I think they will retire. However... No, well, I, there's a chance they won't because it's TNA. However, I think they will retire, but I damn sure know that they're not going to put over the Motor City Machine Guns. They're going to win the belts, and then they're going to leave, and they're going to vacate the belts, and they're going to have a stupid tournament, tournament. or something. Tournament! Yeah. <laughs> but why do that? Seriously. Why not just ha- keep the belts on the Machine Guns? It's yeah, TNA. I agree. It's TNA. I know. I don't. I don't even think that's DNA's fault. Uh, do you really think Brother Ray is gonna put anyone over? Nope. Devon will take the fall. I don't mean like. <laughs> well, I don't mean like that. But not just no, pin but, wise. Like, is no, he gonna even allow signed, them to win the match? They just re-signed a multi-year deal to TNA because that doesn't mean did not want Bubba Ray Dudley back in their company. True, but that doesn't mean completely that they'll be working as wrestlers, does it? Because I mean, they could be great road aid. They have a wrestling school, you know. Wrestle fan, you're speaking in logic terms. Remember, hey, <laughs> we're talking about. I've learned uh, my lesson with this. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we need to move on. Finally, 
Mr. Anderson, Jeff Hardy. Eh, I think it'll be a decent Which will match not be him. happening. Which will not be. Oh, because he's injured. Spoilers, spoilers. Oh, please. Uh, what, no, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I could tell you another spoiler match, but you'd get pissed off at me. Do you want me to tell you the other match? No. you want me to tell you? It's really fun. You're going to love it. No, no. It's, just, that's fine. That's fine. That's tell, fine. No, it's send, just... It's just Message, um, message it to me. Or something. <laughs> it's all covered. <laughs> all right. So there's that. Uh, well, I, uh, okay. We got to wrap up here, guys. Uh, so let's learn. Wrestle fan, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, shoot. I learned that uh, we're actually ending at nine o'clock. So I will be watching the Gold Dust Oksana wedding. <laughs> nine o'clock your time. <laughs> and he will be cl- and he will be crying his eyes out because the Lithuanian dream will now be a golden shower. <laughs> Whoa. 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 What? Like like a wedding shower. It's like disturbing. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 Mike, that's totally what you meant. Russell <laughs> <laughs> fan? I love how Russell fans are the one disgusted with Mike. You are <laughs> <laughs> God. Man. All right. And, uh, Hot Wheels, what did you learn from wrestling this week? I've learned from wrestling this week that WWE finally came out with an awesome game. That I'm enjoying way too that much. That I need to rent. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Mad Mike, what'd you learn from the rest I of I learned this? Hot Wheels steals my shit. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I... Hey, is that a black thing? Yes. <laughs> How is that a black yes. thing? You know why it's I... a black thing. No, Sorg, I'm not Sorg. sure. Sorg, black people steal. <laughs> I'm white people steal a lot more than black people. That is true. Look at TNA. They stole everything from WCW. <laughs> D- damn Italian. Uh, <laughs> Vince Russo. Um, okay. The, uh, the other thing. The, Itali- the Italians are slimy fucks. <laughs> wow. Wow, Waffle Boy. I just wanted to make sure we I just wanted to make sure we offended everyone on the show this week. <laughs> Equal opportunity offenses and by the way, we also hate people from Australia and Antarctica. And Fucking all of you got you and all of them can email us at goodtimes at wrestling just to make sure about that. But seriously, what'd you learn? I learned <laughs> that the WWE finally realized that R Truth's new song sucks. <laughs> Because when he was coming down to the ring, he tried to insert the words what's up into his new song because no one wants to A, get bunk, B, <laughs> get crunk, or C, any one of those, any one of the above. <laughs> he, when he was talking to John Cena, I posted on Twitter, R Truth, I have no idea what you just said. Man, <laughs> that's because you're racist. <laughs> I am not right. You're the one that said that black people steal. And then I said white people steal. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sword, oh, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Oh, I don't even know at this point, man. Um, don't make it a black joke. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I learned, uh, oddly from wrestling, I learned a thing that wasn't uh, involving wrestling, um, that WWE can still put on a four-minute awkward promo that will make me laugh my ass off, as it <laughs> did with Vince. Uh, I, I already got some response uh, in the media, and I, I have not uh, seen any of it yet, but uh, they got what they wanted, that's for sure. As far as that goes, uh, we'll we'll see what if uh, uh, you know the elections kind of turn around here. Uh, as we look one more time at the polls, ah! Ah! Um, I, I believe at, it's a uh, fifty-two forty-seven. Thank you. I wasn't going to read that. Um, <laughs> with sixteen percent, and of course Blumenthal is being projected the winner in this, but it's getting tighter. That's it is tight. I was looking at the one you said you're upset with was the PA one hmm. was about the governor. I saw what you meant. <laughs> Stupid Honorado. Uh, <laughs> Prince Maggot. Prince Maggot. Oh wait, no, they changed it. Uh, well, actually, it's fifty-fifty in the governor race on in Pennsylvania hmm? right now with with thirty-four percent in. So it is a tight race going on. PA. It is a dead heat, ladies and gentlemen. So, Breaking news. Rip, we will stay rip. here with coverage until the night is long. No, we're not. Rip. Oh, <laughs> no, we're not. We will not stay here at all. We will leave you hanging. Yes, no, no. Hanging. After this commercial from our sponsor, Stupid Asians. Um, oh, that's not nice. It's <laughs> <Riz, laughs> not nice at all, Riz. Riz. I'm Riz. yelling at him for it. Yeah, I see you're yelling at Yeah, yeah, okay. Prince all Magus. Right. God damn it, I'm trying to say what fans learned. Oh, okay. Fans <laughs> learn things, and we need to alert people what they learned. Okay. And can I, so they can learn. Can, can I finish? Teach can me. Can I finish? Teach is this, me. Is this Democratic National Party, or can I finish? <laughs> That's my Ross Perot, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's old Very school. Good. That's old school. Russell Thank fan you. doesn't know what that's about. I don't know about <laughs> clapping. He doesn't. He doesn't even know Ross Perot. You don't even know Ross Perot. You don't know the charts. You don't know about the original change. You don't know about the accountability. <laughs> <laughs> you don't I know how to read this or no new chicken guy. Though I know about Pee Wee Herman, uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, <laughs> when I was born three years after it was canceled. <laughs> oh, um, oh, one other thing I learned, speaking of Pee Wee, um, Pee Wee <laughs> should not talk about his pee. Isn't that yeah. trouble in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he was God. so yeah. All right, that's anyway, on, on uh, that note, guys. No, Sorgatron. Oh, oh, people oh. learn things. Oh, what they learn? What they learn? People learned. Prince Magus <laughs> learned that it's a sad state for the roster when I don't even think twice when R Truth is in the main event of freaking Raw. <laughs> and Riz learned that WrestleFan knows what a golden shower is, and he is scared of that. Hmm. <laughs> he should be. Awesome, well, guys. Well, please. I know. I'm scared of him. <laughs> please check us out over here. We're at, uh, you can find more of this fun stuff over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or Twitter us at MayhemShow. Of course, drop us an email at GoodTimes. GoodTimes. Good at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. 
Drop us a phone call at 412-206-WMS0. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, please check us out. We're on youtube.com slash wrestling mayhem show, sorgatronmedia.com for all the stuff we're working on here. And, uh, you know, we're wrestling mayhem show.bliptv.com. Uh, and we're also on iTunes and video and audio fees and on your Roku player. If you got one of those, and I hear a rumor we're on the new boxy box. But we'll have to see about that. Hey, go over to sorgatronmedia.com or check out the Music Fun Time show. We're giving away prizes. We got the new head PE album, Truth Rising. Uh, I don't know if it's even out yet, to be honest. I have to double check. I think it came out last week. Uh, but we got a couple of these in, so we're going to be giving one away on the Twitter. Please stay tuned to sorgatronmedia.com for uh, details on that in the coming, uh, well, hours, hopefully. Uh, but so that'll be, there's yes. Also, there's also a contest on wrestling mayhem. There is a contest on wrestling mayhemshow.com to remind you of. Uh, the t-shirt contest where the now, now let me get this straight. You have to yes. buy, you have to design your own t-shirt, buy it off Spreadshirt and get a picture with it to send it in, right? Yes. The shirts are $15. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, rough and roundabout, depending on what you make. So I think you can get down to if, 10. If you, if you buy a shirt for about 15 bucks and it impresses me, I will either send you a DVD, um, posters. Uh, there will probably be some sort of combo deal where you'll get a DVD and posters. Mm-hmm. Lucky, lucky people. And if you really, really, really impress me, we'll send you. I will send someone. No, I will send someone. <laughs> hold on. Don't this. send me, please. My autograph from The Miz and Eve Ooh. from Comic-Con. If someone really impresses me and really just blows my mind with the shirt design that you make, in other words, make it about me. This is this is like this is like a <laughs> or, rolling Or be Juggalo Jamie. I, I want to say I want to say Mad Mike is running this contest independent of the wrestling mayhem show in case it goes wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> in case it goes wrong. We have no liability. Fine, fine. I do this independently. How would you go wrong, Sorg? We just said black people steal things. <laughs> no, you said Which, that. By the way, do not make that shirt. <laughs> that will not. <laughs> that will not win you. Okay, that, that will not give that, you. That's one shirt I'm I'm outlawing right now. Mike, can I can I sit there and um I'll make a shirt that says I'm taking the porch monkey back. No, because that gimmick was already done by its clerks, too. That's true, that's true. I know. And anything that reuses the gimmick automatically gets, like, a no. Yeah. No, this is a, <laughs> then you just bought a shirt. This is a, then you just have that shirt, and it's yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Go check out all the details for that. It's over on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Um... Well, tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. Go check us out. Tell your friends. Tell your kids. Tell your wives. Tell your husband. Tell your mistresses. I'm rewarding everyone out there. Because they steal everything I hear. It's been a fun Wrestling Mayhem show. We are scheduled to speak with the Nasty Boys next week on this program. Uh, Pity City! So stay tuned for that. Uh, And it looks like uh, we're going to be talking to, uh, uh, some weeks after that, somebody from Lucha Libra USA, who's going to have Season 2's being taped in December of of their program for MTV2. Uh, so, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll have details up on the Twitter stream, 
uh, as we sending discovered. questions for the Nasty Boys. Sending questions to the Nasty Boys. Good times at WrestleMania. These guys, these guys are former WWE and WCW tag team champions. One of them is best friends with Hulk Hogan. We can ask Brian Nobbs if he has a cripple cart. I'm kind of afraid to ask about the cripple cart, to be honest. Uh, I'm, but I'm, I am. Too I'll do it. I'll I am do not. It. But if we blame it on a fan, <laughs> <laughs> blame it on the cripple. Just Me. Like, Yes, oh, oh, man. That, that's our liability because a cripple sent it. <laughs> like, yes, listen, awesome. this man over here is in a wheelchair. Please let, please answer his question. And they can't. Yeah, the nasty boys does. So you never Dude, know. You never know. It, they it'd would be like our own little make a wish. <laughs> Although we gotta work. Oh, we gotta Don't work on the camera make a wish. Oh God, we're out of here. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show 243. We'll see you guys (laughs) next week. We've offended everybody. Oh my God. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes streams and blog at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Email us at GoodTimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or call us with any comments at 412-206- WMS Zero. We love to hear from our fans, and who knows, maybe you'll make it onto the show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in front of a live internet audience, and is a production of Sorgatron Media. You can be part of the show as we record live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoe.com and Eastern.tv.